This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. Drinking water systems, point-of-use drinking water systems are going to grow greatly over the next few years. I see uh, a, a great opportunity for our industry. That's Jeff Hellenbrand of Hellenbrand Inc., a family-owned water treatment business based in Wisconsin and a member of WQA. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Find us at WQA.org, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is podcast number 86, and if you're a first-time listener, we're so glad you're here. We'd love to hear your comments, and so please send us any comment or question at WQA at WQA.org. If you've joined us before, of course, welcome back. We talked with Jeff Hellenbrand at the WQA convention back in March, talking about his company, the convention, technology, and what he sees for the industry down the road. We'll also get a regulatory update from Kathleen Foltz. And later, I'll have this week's WQA tip. Now, on to my conversation with Jeff Hellenbrand on WQA Radio. Hi, this is Jeff Hellenbrand with Hellenbrand Inc. in Wanakee, Wisconsin. I'm the president of Hellenbrand, a second-generation family business that started in 1967. Congratulations on that long history. Thank you. And appreciate your joining us on WQA Radio. It's always nice to have a new guest, somebody we haven't talked to before. And uh, we're talking at the WQA convention, so I'd like to know from members the impact of the WQA convention and what it means to you and your company. Well, Helen Brand's been participating in the WQA convention for probably 25-plus years. Um, it's a place for all the members to gather, um, get great educational sessions. I've participated in several so far the past day and a half, um, learned a lot of things that even though I've been in the industry for 40 years, yeah. I learned some new things and meet a lot of acquaintances from uh, and old friends. Not 40 years. 40 years. You started very young. I did. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. For those who don't know what Helen Brand does, tell us about it. Helen Brand is a manufacturer located in Wanakee, Wisconsin. We're just outside of Madison, Wisconsin. We manufacture water treatment systems, primarily residential, commercial, and industrial water softeners. We have a patented... uh, iron filtration system called the Iron Curtain, and we market that through our dealer channel in about 35 states and also into the plumbing wholesale channel. Do do the needs differ then for what you provide based on where you're selling, where that that manufactured product will uh, end up? Yes, they do. Um, There's pockets of uh, iron throughout the country where our Iron Curtain system is applicable and then there's other needs in other parts of the country where other types of filtration systems um, fit their needs. Uh, one of the biggest changes that we see right now is with uh, many uh, municipalities dealing with chloride discharge limits, 
um, higher efficiency water softeners um, are really growing for our organization. Yeah. And tell us about that. How, how are you guys approaching that? Well, we uh, invested uh, a lot of time and uh, money uh, about five, six years ago to develop a high-efficiency system and, and to get that validated. And we are actively uh, marketing that through our dealers throughout the country. Personally, I've been involved with uh, chloride discharge, helping WQA in the Madison, Wisconsin market, now in the Waukesha, Wisconsin market and did a uh, presentation yesterday uh, to the members uh, on chloride discharge and how to reduce the amount of chlorides from residential water softeners. And is there a pickup uh, so far? Are you getting some traction on uh, what you're trying to present to the public? Oh, absolutely. Uh, The uh, session that I was involved with along with two other uh, folks was uh, the room was packed and a lot of engagement, a lot of good questions from the from the dealers and the people present, and I'm confident uh, that along with the WQRF study that was done back in 2013 and 2014 uh, on how to reduce chlorides um, with optimizations and high efficiency systems, that uh, that investment by WQRF slash WQA is is going to more than pay back for the industry. What else are you seeing from a technology standpoint that might be the new thing on the horizon in the next five to ten years, if anything? Well, I think drinking water systems, point-of-use point drinking water systems, are going to grow greatly over the next few years. I see uh, a, a great opportunity for our industry because all of the water that ever existed on Earth still exists today. and. When my friends talk to me about why do I need a drinking water system, Jeff, one of my first things that I always ask them is, how many medications do your parents take, your grandparents take, and all of the pharmaceuticals that are ending up in our in our water? And it's an eye-opening experience when you say that to them because they never really think about it that way. And in, in the Midwest, where I'm from, where nitrates has been on the radar for a long time, they think of nitrates, but I'm not near a farm farming area. But now when they think of pharmaceuticals in a different vein, just in that view, uh, it opens up a, a wealth of opportunity for our industry. It really does. It sounds like once you let somebody know the background, a little bit more information, they, they, they get it. Absolutely. Jeff, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Wes. Have a good day. That's Jeff Hellenbrand on WQA Radio. And if you have a suggestion for a guest on WQA Radio, we'd love to hear it. Send your suggestions to wqa at wqa.org. This is Kathleen Foltz, WQA's Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager, with your regulatory update. Regulatory agencies are continuing to investigate perfluorinated compounds in drinking water. New Jersey has become the first state to adopt a maximum contaminant level for PFNA. The state's Department of Environmental Protection published the MCL at 13 parts per trillion. Systems serving 10,000 or fewer must begin testing in the first quarter of 2019, while systems serving larger populations will have until the first quarter of 2020. 
Per and polyfluoro alkyl substances remain unregulated at the federal level, but you can learn more about the actions other states are taking on WQA's online regulatory info search. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio. And now this week's WQA tip. If you can do me a small favor, I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a brief review. That's one way we can get more people interested in hearing the podcast. And we're interested, of course, in any feedback you have. So if you have a suggestion or idea for a guest or program concept, why send it to WQA at WQA.org. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.